If you want to support this podcast, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant. Get mantra and meditation MP3s at jasongallant.ca. Today I'm going to talk to you about preferences and how preferences can keep you stuck in the ego or stuck in the mind. Now it's, it's not like preferences are bad. I'm not trying to tell you that you shouldn't have preferences or I like chocolate or I like this or I like, like, these are all fine. But when you really ask yourself if your preference is in alignment with your health and with your happiness, when you really ask yourself this and you find that that is not so, then it's probably time to discard a preference. This is really tricky because a lot of times people think, I am my feelings, I am my preferences, I don't like to feel this, I don't like to feel that, I don't like to see this or see that, or I, I want to be guided in a certain way by someone who knows something, but I want to tell them how to guide me, even though I know nothing about what they're guiding me about, <laughs> or guiding me on, or I don't know how to be guided down a trail, but I want to tell the guide how to do it, even though I've never been on that trail before. So. This is another way that preferences can hamstring you in your progress to freedom. Because we've all been there, where you are telling life how it should be, and no matter how many times you proclaim how life should be, life's not listening. (laughs) Right? Life keeps on telling you, no, this is the way it is. And whether you can accept it or not is really the question, not about whether you can change it. There are things you can change, but there are things that you cannot change. And if you are in constant conflict with those things you can't change, this is called suffering. That's when you are out of alignment with truth. You're out of alignment with the natural state of things. Now, I'm not saying to make, that you can't make changes in society, you can't make changes in the world, but what I'm saying is that if you are suffering, this is not helping the world. You don't have to suffer in the process of making changes in the world. As you can see, conversations like this can go on for quite a long time, depending on the person, <laughs> depending on what type of issue they're dealing with at the time. but. This video is somehow inspired by a comment that I received where somebody said, I am harsh. And the truth is, truth is harsh. Life has not been easy for many of you. I can guarantee you that. I know that. Life is not easy. And life can be harsh. And it can be pleasurable. And it can be joyful. And it can be sad. Life has so many different flavors to it. The question isn't about can you micromanage your life because we know that we cannot. The only thing you can do is to use everything life throws at you to find the center of that storm. And this will free you. It really will bring an everlasting experience that buffers the realities of life. It buffers the pains that come towards you. It doesn't mean that you won't feel pain. You'll feel pain. 
but there'll be this heavenly bliss with you at the same time, which makes life bearable. So on the question of harshness, spiritual energy is harsh to the identity because spiritual energy dissolves the identity, the ego. When you're doing spiritual practices such as meditation or mantra or pranayama, like breathing techniques, there will be times where you go through spiritual cleanses. You'll go through massive energetic blasts of emotions or, or pains of different sorts. Sometimes they're physical, sometimes it's mental noise, lots of thoughts or ideas. All of these things that you thought you were, these opinions that you thought you were, you're grounding in certain opinions, these will come bubbling up to the surface and then all of a sudden they're gone and you realize, wow, I thought I was that, that thing which I am not. That thing was very convincing, that opinion I held was very convincing and now it is gone. And then you also become aware of the resistance towards letting go of this identification that is held in the mind. And sometimes this resistance will be shown or acted out in some sort of revolution towards spiritual teachings or teachers or just spiritual practice itself. So it's okay for you to criticize the way someone teaches or maybe criticize the universe itself. But always ask yourself, is this criticism freeing you from suffering in this moment? Or is it in alignment with suffering? And then you're free to choose whichever one you wish. I would choose the freedom from suffering. But that's just me. One thing that is important for you to know is that your identity will defend itself. There's a certain glue that holds your identification in place and there are powerful emotions around that. And you will go through these periods of time where you hold your own revolution against truth itself. It's kind of a normal part of the process. But if you open your heart and truly inquire and truly devote yourself to what frees yourself, you will eventually find the truth. so that you can live to fight another day if you need to. But at least you will be fighting on the right side at that point, rather than fighting for your own dissolution.
Fighting for the dissolution of the ego is really what you want. But so often people fight to maintain their suffering, which is a different type of dissolution. It's a constant self-destruction or self-abuse. It's not really dissolution at all. It just appears as if it's dis dissolution. It's like, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh, I want to die. I'm dying, I'm dying. I want to die. It, it comes up like that. But it's this constant cycle of death, but not real death itself. But really what you're craving is the death to suffering. The death of all the mechanisms that are creating suffering in you. It seems harsh, but it's actually very gentle. It's only the identity that tells you and convinces you that it's harsh because this is the defense mechanism of the ego. It's very convincing. It says, oh, don't let go of your thoughts. Don't let go of your feelings around something. Even though these thoughts and feelings are absolutely destroying you in every single day you live. This is how you are kept enslaved. This is how all of us have been enslaved at some point or another in our lives. But I am only here to let you know freely. This advice costs nothing to you. There's no way I can hoard this power over you. I'm not getting anything out of it. As I sit in the rain, which is not meeting my preference, by the way. <laughs> you have free will to choose your freedom. Even freedom from your own expectations of this moment. And even freedom from your own preferences, which keep, which keep you locked in the mind. Your preferences are based on history. They're based on your experiences. And they're based on what you grew up around your conditioning. Purify those preferences. There will still be preferences when you are done purifying, but those preferences will not be based on suffering at that point. They will be more an emanation or a movement of truth, which is what we are all seeking is a deeper level of truth in how it expresses in our lives. So deeply contemplate in any one moment, is this preference freeing me or is it creating suffering in this moment? And then if it's creating suffering, then practice letting go of any thoughts, ideas, or even attachments to feelings around those thoughts and ideas. And see what happens to your experience of life. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.